Okay, we are learning Dafai, and we're starting right from the top of the Amud here. Uh, so we have today half an Amud still of Rufus. And uh, for some reason, I found these Rufus a little less challenging than yesterday. And then half an Amud getting back to the to the, some of the lumdas of Ashliach Leget. So here we go. The Gemara says, Lachaziza, someone who has some sort of... Uh, some sort of inflammation on the skin. So what should he do to cure it? Let's see, you should bring seven wheat kernels that are very juicy. You should roast them over a new shovel. I guess the shovel's point is that it's metal, so you can roast them. Then there's going to be some oil that will come out of the kernels. And then you take that oil that comes out from the kernels that were boiled on this metal shovel, and you smear it on the affected area, all will be good. Says the Gemara of Shimarashi once implemented this refuah for a guy, for something else, as long as like the thing that should not be named, right? So the pig is the Dabar Acher, and in skin afflictions, the Tsaras is the Dabar Acher. The Itazi, he was cured from this leprosy. Says the Gemara, someone who got hit by a Persian spear. So the spears of the Persian, they did a very cool thing. They dipped their, their spears in poison. So therefore, if it hit, not only did you have like the, the wound, but it was also the poison would enter. So the Gemara says, if that happens, the guy has no shot to live. However, you can prolong the death. Meanwhile, why don't you be fed a little bit to just uh, continue the life for a little bit? You, you, you should eat some fatty meat, roasted on coals, and wine, which is undiluted. After the it will help him live it a little bit longer. And he would be able to bark out instructions to his house, right? The person should get this money, so on and so forth, before his death. Continues the Gemara, I'm on the Balazi, a person who swallows a, uh, some sort of, I don't know if it's like a bee or a hornet exactly, but it's some sort of insect. He certainly will not live. He should be given a revius, a very strong vinegar to drink. After high porto, we've got a base, again, the same solution of living a little bit longer and he could instruct his household. Says the Gemara Meshub and Levi, is a person who eats beef, beef, strong beef with turnips, and he sleeps out in the open under the moon on the 14th or 15th, moon, or the 15th night of a month of the summer season. So that's when the when the moon is the strongest. What's going to happen? He's going to get an disease, a disease called Achilu. So we have to wait to get a definition on what Achilu is. The Gemara itself will seek to define what the disease is. So again, he's eating beet with the turnips. He's sleeping out in the open under the moon in the summer. Says the Gemara, The truth is that anyone who fills his stomach with anything, some general overeating. What happens? He gets this Achilu disease. This comes even if a person is filling themselves with dates. Oh, so the one says pshita. Like this is obvious. We just said if you overeat, you get it. Why would I think dates are different? What do you know? What do we know about dates? Dates are the ultimate Talmudic wonder food. In what sense? Tamri maspan. First of all, they, they satiate. We know the Gemara brachos holds that there could berakos amazon is good for dates. Mishachnan, it can warm the body. Mishalshan, it loosens up the stomach. Ma'ashran, it gives a person a lot of strength. Of a fine gun, and they don't and they don't spoil the person who eats them. I'm clear exactly what uh, what that means is. It means that if you don't, sounds like Rash explains like if you normally if you eat like very like sweet stuff, you get you get this craving towards it more and more. It's like you start eating candy, you can't stop the candy, right? That kind of idea. Dates aren't like that. They have that same sweetness to them, but they don't have that addictiveness to them. So they're just the ultimate wonder food, right? And it says points out that there's a few of these already back in Parshas Bishalach, Hakadosh Baruch Hu, right after. We get, you know, with the, right, right after we learn Torah for the first time in Mara, we also get not only water in my military, but we also get date trees, right? So there are 70 date trees there. And the 70 date trees, Chazal say, correspond to the date trees in Bavel. 
um, that were there in the seven years of Gullus, and the Gemara and Bay even makes that point stronger, that why did HaKadosh Baruch Hu send us to Bavl? The answer is, Bavl's got the best date trees. So basically, Nesiv elaborates on the concept that date, dates are like the gift from HaKadosh Baruch Hu, and this can come as a concept in general, whenever you can get all your Gashmias taken care of in like a simple way. So you have, let's say, you know, it's just like an amazing takeout place that's near you. Like that's the clay, like I think the easiest example we can relate to. You don't have a great takeout place. You might, you might not go hungry, might not know, but it's a big deal. Every night you're pashking, should I cook? Should I this? Should I go out? Should I overexpend there? You have an amazing takeout place that's also cheap. It's a huge brach on your life. Right? I think we can all understand that. So you have the same thing here. That's what the dates are. That's like the concept. That a college broker makes it super easy to learn Torah. You don't have to waste your time and you have to, don't have to suffer. You have an amazing thing. It's always there. That's what the dates are. We know dates are amazing. And therefore, you may have said that the law of overeating, which brings a person to the disease of Achila, maybe doesn't apply to the wonder food of dates. And Kamash Republic tells us that no, even too much dates could theoretically harm a person. So now the Gemara says, My Achila, what is this disease? Fire of bones. My bone fire. Very unclear what exactly this means. But it's some certain thing. I think the inner, the inner part of the bone, the marrow, gets eaten away. It's like as if there's a fire in there and, it, and the bone deteriorates. Says the Gemara, my you say, what is the remedy? How do you get better from this disease? Amar Abayi, my mother told me, Normally, a medical, uh, the medicinal beverages, what do you do? You take it for three, seven, or 12 days. That's normally how long you take it for. But for this one, the one that we're about to name, you continuously take it until the patient is cured. What do you do? Another difference. Normally, you take medicine on an empty stomach. Only after you ate, drink, entered the bathroom, came out of the bathroom, and washed his hands. Then, finally, here we go. He brings a fistful of porridge made from lentils. Ubuna, a fistful of chamer atikov, each wine. You should mix them, mix them all together, knead them all together, and eat it. And then he wraps himself up in blankets and he goes to sleep. And the point is, this is going to cause him sweat. But they could look at the carbon Nobody should wake him up until he gets up all on his own. No, no disturbing the sleep. You should sweat it out. When he arises, and he gets up, take off the blankets right away. If not, there's a danger that the illness might return. Says the Gemara, In general, what's, what's the advice we have? We eat a third as, as, as you could. You drink a third as much as you could, and you leave one third unfulfilled. So meaning eat, eat a lot, Drink a lot, but don't 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 go don't fill up completely. You should leave a third. Why? And then the idea is when a person gets angry, then he will be filled up. So basically, it seems like there, there's an idea that anger can, can makes a person like considered filled a little bit, and therefore you don't want to have over rage. You don't want that to happen. So therefore, you leave a little bit in the stomach. Um, and then it gets filled from anger, which might come. Says Martani Rebchia, someone who wants to be careful not to have any diseases in, in, in the stomach. You should, what should he have? Dip his bread in wine or vinegar, summer or winter. If your meal gives you a lot of pleasure, if you're really enjoying a meal, what's the advice? If you don't want any diseases to come, withdraw. Don't eat too much. Another thing is, when you got to go to the bathroom, you go to the bathroom. Says the a person who drinks white talila. Rashi says it's a really bad type of wine. It's like a very inferior quality wine here. Also, Vitak, he gets a weakness. A weakness overcomes it. Now we're talking about types of wine. Sheetan. There are 60 types of wine. The best type of wine 
is a red, but a red which has a reach, like has an amazing smell coming from the red, right? We sniff the wine, that's where, that's where, the, where you see the Gemara has this, you know, a red which is worth the sniffing here. Korea the Kula Tilichivra, the one that we just mentioned, the one that makes you weak, that's the worst one. The most inferior quality one is the white Talila. Amar of Yudahim and the Yosef is Afid Nisan Gabinu, a person who sits near a fire on Nisan mornings. Meshayef Mishkom and Afid Yosef Shem Khan, and he oils himself and then he goes out in the sun. Also, Vitak, same thing, he might get a feebleness. Says the Gemara Tan Rabbanan, he gives damage to Mishkom a person, bloodless, and then he has relations on the same day. Avalon Banan Vitkin, he's going to have weak children. That's the whole idea is that um, the, the, the bloodletting. It's, it's a setback, which then makes the person better. But in the moment, the day that is very weak, so if he has relations on that day, the children will be, will, will be, uh, will be weak as well. Let's say both the man and the woman in the scenario, both uh, bloodlet and then had relations. They'll have children with Rasan. Again, very, very big weakness to a certain type of disease. Amar Papa It's only true if you didn't eat well between the bloodletting and the relations. If he had, if he had a meal, then, less than blood, then we don't have um, a concern. A person who arrives home from the from the trip and right away has relations. Have the bottom vidkin. He's going to have weak children because the idea is that traveling, on traveling on foot, certainly weakens a person, tires a person, and therefore the children won't be good. Says the Martana Rabbanon. This person comes out of the bathroom. Ali Shabbos shouldn't have relations right away. You should wait the amount of time it takes to walk half of a mill. Why is that? So here it's not a weakness thing, but rather nation There's a demon. In the bathroom, and the demon, and this demon is with a person when he comes out of the bathroom for that amount of time. <coughs> if he did have relations during that time, have the bottom nichvim. will have children with uh, all sorts of issues. The gemara seems to be nichvim, or like an epilepsy, some some sort of issue with the children. Says the gemara, a person has relations while standing. It's also too obvious. He can have a cramping. If he is sitting, delaria, he can have a delaria. The Gemara will try to explain that. If instead of him being on top, she is on top of delaria, then he can have again the disease of delaria. My delaria, what is that? So instead of learning what the disease is, he tells you what the cure is. The cure for the delaria is the delaria. It's a fascinating idea. Like it doesn't, we don't learn in the Gemara. The Gemara even asks what it is. But instead of saying what it is, the Gemara just tells you the cure. Is a dar dara. So the Gemara wants to know what is that? My dara. What is the cure? My body. Marika de chuchi. It's a sort of like um, like a saffron, like an herb that grows by the thorns. Rapapa Allah zubale. Rapapa would chew the saffron to eat it. I uh, swallow it. Rapapa Allah zushadale. Rapapa had a different approach. He would just chew it. I guess suck on the juices and then spit it out itself. Amar by mishenum baki b'derek Literally, a person who doesn't know, he's not knowledgeable in the ways of, in the ways of the land. But what it means is, the point is that um, he has he has issues he has issues fathering children. So it means it's not like expertise, like education. It's more like um, issues and impotence. So what should he do? He should bring three kafitzas. That's a clear Rashi that holds three reviyas. He should bring three three of those measures of saffron that grew where by the manure of the sheep. And the grind it all up the grind up all the saffron. She mix it up with wine, boil it up with wine, and then drink that mixture of saffron boiled in the wine. Amar Biochan says, you know, I had this issue uh, with, with, with my potency, and it came back just like it was when I was young when I drank this stuff. Says the There are three things that make that make a person weak. Pachad, anxiety, derech, when a person travels, we mentioned that before, and sin also can weaken out a person. Pachad, they say, my heart is engulfed, meaning he is anxious. And then he says that my heart 
my strength has lost has left me. Derech to save you know by derech koch he has he has Hakadosh Baruch has afflicted my strength on the way on the derech. Avon to save kashol ba'avon koch. So there we see a precedent to all three of those things. Shoshim matizin go matizin guvish shalatim. Three things to rip a person's body down. Eluhin alchem umad eating while standing up. Shoshim umad drinking while standing. Mishim shemitalsim umad or having relations while standing. Chamisha kruvin lemisa yishmuel chaim. Five things that bring a person closer to death than life. Eluhin alchem umad eating and then standing up right away. Rashi says the point is that the food has to settle, and it settles better while a person is uh, sitting. Because non vomit, a person lets blood and immediately stands up. Yashan vomit, a person sleeps and immediately jumps, jumps up when they wake up. Shemesh mitasa vomit, a person has relations and immediately stands up after relations. Shisha also has so many unmates. There are six things that a person does, he can die immediately. Eluhain, a baba dachim is like a person comes home in the road and he's very tired. He gives dhamma and then he lets blood. Minus the base of Merkos and he enters the bazaar sabid. Mishasa and he drinks wine, minus the and he gets drunk. Vyashan gabakakim, he sleeps on the ground. Vishemesh mitasa when he has relations. If he does those, that's a cure recipe. Pure recipe for death, too much overexertion without enough uh, new energy going in the body. Only if he does it in that specific sequence. No. If he did in that order, mace will die. And if he does it in a different order, different order, but he did those things, she'll be very weak. Says the morning, is that true? There was a woman named Muris who did three of the things um, to her slave, and the slave died. Says That slave who did only three of those six things, he was very weak to begin with. So that's not a good proof. There are eight things that are harmful if there's a lot, but they're good if they're in moderation. If there's a little bit, a little bit of travel is good. A little bit of relations is good. A little bit of wealth, a little bit of labor. A little wine, a little bit of sleep. More water. All these things are great, but only in moderation. There are eight things that diminish a person's semen. Too much hunger. Nesek is saras, right? It's the type that's on the, the head of the beard. Vechia, um, too much crying. Vishino, Gabakaka, sleeping on the ground. Vikidgin is coriander, seeds. Vikisha, Shalabazmana, the person has hops when they're not in season. Vakaz is dumb. Lamata, Vikaflyman. Blood bloodletting um, blood that is done on the bottom half of the body. So, so Kiflyman, we were saying that that last one, bloodletting on the bottom half of the body, is actually twice as harmful. For the production of semen, as all these other things. Tana, it says in the price of Shemesh, just as bloodletting below is just, is really bad. And it was twice as harmful as all the things. So too, if you bloodlet above, on the top half of the body, it's just, it's uh, twice as beneficial. It says the barber of Papa, top of the base, and below means below the classical area. Above means above that area. We define that the hops when they're not in season. Hops are bad when they're not in season. They're good when they are in season. What is the season? The season for the hops is the summer. This is the winter. In the fall and spring, it's not good and it's not bad. Okay. Now we get back to what the Mishnah said. The Mishnah, the reason we got into all this, because we spoke about the disease of Kordaikas. When a person has Kordaikas, so then their mind is not. It's not fully with them. So if they gave instructions, for example, to write a get when they had Kurdaikis, to give a get, then it's not good. And if they try, they already gave instructions to give the get, and then they try to backtrack, they try to retract their instructions while they have Kurdaikis, so then that bittle is not effective. Basically, we're assuming that a person with Kurdaikis um, doesn't really have competence. So the Gemara gets into this, if a person first said right to get from the wife while he was saying, and then then he got the Kodakas, and then he, and then he, now that he's, he has the Kodakas, he says, don't write it, 
the, the second words that he tries to cancel it, that's meaningless because he's only saying them while he has the disease. So I'm going to We're so strong that it's worthless what he's saying now that you can immediately go and write the get. We dismiss the, his retraction and you can give it now even while currently he doesn't have Das, right? It's very interesting. Even though currently he has the Kordaikas, but since his state of Kordaikas we would dismiss the retraction, so he already gave the he already gave the instructions. So even though currently he's he's someone without without a good das, you can still divorce now. No, it's true that he can't retract. He can't be mavatel his instructions now. But the lemaisa to go give the get, you can only give the get once he recovers. Can't give the get while the husband currently has kordaikos. So everybody agrees when the husband retracts while he has kordaikos, that's a meaningless statement, and then therefore you know the shlichus is still on. But could it be given? Could the gerishin be chal in a time when he has kordaikos? That's a machlekes. According to Reish Lakish, yeah, it could be chal even when he has kordaikos. According to Rabbi Yechonon, it could be chal only when he recovers. My time in Reish Lakish. How does? What's his reason? What's his? What's his source? How does you see from the mission that it could be given even when the person has kordaikos? It says that his later words are completely meaningless. It's mashma, go give it right away. No, that's the mission says that the, 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 the second words are meaningless. It just means when he gets better, you don't have to go ask him again for permission to be a shliach to write the get. It's meaning the retraction was meaningless, meaning the original instructions are still are still here. But still, you can only go write and give the get once he recovers. So now we want to get to the root of the issue. Everybody agrees that Kordaikos doesn't have a das. So what's going on? So the Gemara explains, Rishlakish said, he's only like someone who is asleep. Meaning to say, the point is, is that when someone's sleeping also, their mind's not working. But just because you're sleeping, your mind's not working. If you made a shliach, and now currently you're sleeping, the shliach is, is able to give the get. We don't say since right now you're out of it, so, so your shliach can't give. So too, with someone who has kordaikas, so he's no different than someone who's sleeping. Yeah, he's out of it in the moment, but his shliach is still empowered to give the get. As Rabbi Yechonon says, he's like a person who is deranged. A person who is deranged, very interesting, even if... The shlich was, was already chal before he became deranged. Meaning, let's say he gave instructions to write and give a get, and then subsequently became deranged. You cannot give the get on behalf of that person. Why? Because the gerishin cannot be chal on behalf of a deaf person, on behalf of a deranged person. So if a kadaikas would be like a deranged person, so then then it would um, then then you wouldn't be able to give the get. So this is the most big, huge lumdus. How to understand this? Why is it no good? Rambam and Torah you do have this machlekas the, the way the tight the, the size touches up the machlekas Rambam and Torah. What's the shaila here? Like this. Everyone knows that Shlichus works. Shlichus is Muslim. Shlichus is like it. So the Ramam holds a fascinating thing. The Ramam says, yes, it says in the Gemara that if a Shaita made a Shlichus to give a get, and then he, meaning he gave it before he was a Shaita, and then he became a Shaita, yes, it says in the Gemara that he can't give the get, but it's only a Darabana. It's only a Darabana. And the reason for the Darabana is if you let, if you let the Shlichus give the get on behalf of the person who showed it now, you might say someone who gave it. Who gave, who gave the instructions for the shliach while he was a shliach, you could also give the get for it. And that for sure wouldn't work because then he's not a shliach. Okay. So says the rabbi, it's a drabbana. It's all drabbana. This, that, when a person was pikach and he made a shliach and then he turned to shliach, you can't give the get, it's a din with the It's all there. Fundamentally, though, the rabbi holds, you could make an effect for for the, for, for, for the shaita. Even though the shliach, shaita can't do it himself, he has no das, you could do it on his behalf. Why not? That's the Ramam's opinion. The Torah says, no, absolutely not. The Gemara should be understood even on a Darais level. That, that you cannot, the same way the Shaita, since he's a Shaita now, would not be able to affect the divorce. So you are not better than him. You're just his agent. So if he can't do it, you can't do it. 
So what's the pshat in the machlekes? So the Ksay says, that what does it mean, shulchan shalom kamosa? Ramam ho, shulchan shalom kamosa means you've appointed a new baldover. Originally, the baldover was, the husband was, the original husband, the real husband. By appointing an agent, you're making a new baldover, a new husband. Therefore, why do I care about the status of the original husband? Let the original husband be, be completely deranged and he's completely unable to do it. But there's a new sheriff in town, there's a new husband, there's a new baldover. So shulchan shalom kamosa, he's there. As long as he already has that instruction, was given to him to be cast, so he could do it. Whereas the Torah holds, no, that Shulchan Gamosa means it's Yad Arichta. It's an extension of the hand. <coughs> and therefore, you're only acting as if you're the longer hand, the extension of the hand of the original person. Once he became deranged and he's incapable of affecting it, so therefore, you want to be able to affect it at, yeah, either on his behalf. So, that's a on the Daraisa level. Everybody agrees on the Darabonan level, you cannot affect a divorce for, for a deranged person. And now the Machlekes is. What is the law for affecting uh, a divorce for a person with Kordaikis? Says the Gemara of Rabbi Yochanan, Why did Rabbi Yochanan not compare it to someone who was asleep? Says, A sleeping person doesn't need to be cured, right? You just wake up and you're good. Right? That's not a Misa, that's Chaser. So even though right now he's out of it, but he's going to regain his Das automatically. Whereas, hi, the person who has their Kordaikis, Machaser Misa. So it requires an action to cure him. So since it requires an action to cure him, so therefore we say, that it's uh, uh, he, he's no more than he's temporarily out of it. He's actually more like the deranged person. Says the Gemara, Why didn't Rish Lakish compare the one with the deranged person? Says the Gemara, the deranged person, there's no way to cure it, right? He's, just, he's out. So I Sami Yadan, but this person with Kardaikis, we had there's a cure. So if there's a cure, so then it means there's only temporary stuff. What is the cure? So remember we mentioned this, but now the Gemara just re, uh, repeats it. Bits of Sumka, Gumri, he eats the lean meat on coals, Vachamar, Marka, and the watered down wine. All right, very good. Now the Gemara comes to a new question. So let's say someone cut a man's throat. So he cut the two pipes, right? The trachea and the esophagus. Or rove a greater part of the two of the two passages, the passages of the trachea and the esophagus. For Ramaz and this victim, he obviously can't really talk, but he makes a, a gesture and he says, Before he technically passed away, he made a gesture that a get should be written for his wife. The din is that they could write and deliver to the wife. Furthermore, every time it says in the rice room, we go to a tzolabal sleep. If they see a person being cut to pieces or hanging on a gallows, for Ramaz in this state where he's technically alive, he gestures, he, he they write in and deliver it. Now, that's a mortally wounded person, and we're assuming, this is a fascinating thing, we're assuming here that his state of mind is no better than a person with kardaikas. Meaning to say that even if he's not dead, which he's not, okay, even if he's not yet dead, we assume his state of mind is like someone with kardaikas. So therefore, well, what's the kasha? So it sounds like the Gemara is asking on Rabbi Yechonah. The language of the Gemara was, did Rabbi Yechonah say this? But Tyson points out, really, the Gemara should be asking on everybody. Why? Because everyone agrees that if someone with Kordaikis gives out instructions, then you don't, you, don't, you don't do it. That's what the Mishnah said. The dispute was, if he gave out instructions before Kordaikis, and then he got Kordaikis, do you give it? Fine. But here, he's giving out the instructions. The gestures are coming while, while he's mortally wounded. And the Gemara and the Havamina thing, someone is mortally wounded, his mind is no better than a person who's in Kordaikis. So really, the Gemara is asking, according, seems at least, the Gemara is asking on everybody, despite the fact that it prefaces question on Rabbi Yechim. So the Gemara says, well, your assumption is wrong. You're assuming someone who's mortally wounded is like someone with Kordaikis. It's not true. Achiyash is out of comparison. Awesome in the case. And the Brisa and Shmuel over there, right? That's the Slula. The, the mind was totally clear. You're just weakened by the, by the wounds. So that's why it's good, right? So Rabbi Yochanan's case, he's already become totally confused. Kardaika's situation when the get was written, and therefore it would be no good. 
Says the Gemara now another question. Let's say someone caught a man's throat, cutting two of the passages, a greater part of the two passages, and then he ran away. So if the witnesses saw this, they can testify about his death. Meaning to say that even if they didn't see him technically dead, if you saw someone who's straight esophagus were caught, even if you didn't stay on the scene to see him actually die, you could come to court, testify that he did die, and his wife will be allowed to remarry. So what do I see? It must be that he's considered dead. So we have a kasha. On the one hand, and the guy barks out instructions, it's good, and you write and you give a get. On the other hand, we're saying that if you see the person whose passages are caught, then, uh, then, then, then you've seen him dead. So it's a contradiction. So the Gemara answer is, no, no, no. Amri Chayi Technically, he's alive, but he's destined to die. Therefore, that answers everything. On the one hand, if you made the gesture in the state where two of the passages were caught, he could go right and give the get because technically he's alive now. On the other hand, you know for sure he's going to die. So therefore, whatever it is, it's imminent that he's going to die. You don't know exactly how much time on the clock, but it's imminent that he's going to die. There's no question he's not going to recover from it. Therefore, you can come into the court and testify, testify that, that he passed away. Says the Gemara, let Says the Gemara, another question. Another question. Shmuel, second statement. Let's say someone b'shogei cut somebody else's neck. Right? You cut b'shogei, cut somebody's neck, and you cut the passages. Lachar, you should go to Golas because we're saying it's a chayav of Olamas. We're saying that he dies because of that. So lachar, Hashem, chayav a person Golas. Alama Tanya, but it says in the price not that way. He doesn't go to Golas. Why not? It was considered a sure death that comes from from the Maka. So lachar, then then you did an action that causes death. B'shogei, why aren't you going to Golas? Says the Gemara. It's my law. Was said about this. And the price, we're concerned that the wind may have worsened his condition. Meaning, you have to be the sole reason the person died to go to Gullahs. In this case, the wind could be a factor. The wind can contribute to that. In other words, after the pipes were, were, were caught, the wind then came along and killed it. And it's not a direct impact of the wound that was made on his passages. Inami, or just a similar but different interpretation of Kiris Musaso. The person, you know, he withers all around and he's, he's, it's just the, what naturally happens after that state. So in that state, um, him moving around will make him die from the injury as opposed to the injury itself. Says the Marmava now, what's the practical difference if it's the wind or himself? What if he cut him in a marble home, but he didn't move around? Marble, evidently, is no wind. It blocks out all the wind. Or he cut the passage outside the house, but he didn't, he didn't move. So in those two cases, you have either one, but without the other. Says the Gemara, we spoke about a person who became mute. So he said that even though he's mute, but we still can... Um, can do an, if, 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 like a, a nodding of the head. If we say, do you, want to, do, you, do you want us to write again for your wife? And he nods his head, then that works. However, we have to know that you know, his nodding is really good. So what do we do? So we test him three times. If he said no, when no is the right answer, and yes, when yes is the right answer, so then we know the nodding and, uh, game here is working, and you can write and give the get from that. So the Gemara says, How do we know? Maybe he just has a nodding movement that's taking him over, and uh, it's just taking him over, or the opposite. The, the, the signaling yes is just taking him over. How do we know just because we're asking him to nod it means anything? We say it to him at different intervals. So in other words, we ask him a question, we get his response, and then we resubmit the question. So if it was a condition where he's just nodding back and forth, so then that wouldn't work if it was done at different times. Says the Gemara, No, sometimes periodic, <laughs> there's such a condition where periodic nodding movements can take hold of a person. So maybe that happened. We give him a test. We ask him one question where no is the right answer, and then two where yes is the right answer, and then we follow it up with the opposite. We train love So that's so, you know, Mix and matching that, that there's no way that if you get them all right with the no and the yes, it must be that he has das. Says the Gemara, another shot to very We ask him if he wants things that are good for the summer, we ask him during the 
the winter. So if he if he's asking, you know, if he's if he if he wants something which is totally unsuitable, then he has no confidence. Mind you, what are these things? If you're talking about like coats, you know, during the winter, um, the winter item is a coat, and the summer thing is like a linen sheet. So you ask a guy in the summer if he wants a coat. So but maybe that's not compelling. Maybe he has a real chill even during the summer. Maybe he has a fever during the winter, and therefore it might be normal. It's not necessarily so so compelling that if he says no to them. So the Gemara says, We're asking him not about the, if he wants a coat or a sheet, but rather we're asking about the seasonal fruits. There are certain types of fruits that grow in the summer, certain types of season that grow in the season of the winter. And if you ask if he asks for the wrong one, and not to set it at the wrong place, then you'll know he doesn't have das.